Welcome to another episode of Random Acts Radio with your host, Jennifer Scraps Walker. It is March 2011, and this is episode 11. Everybody's Irish. A long time ago, way back in history, when all there was to drink was nothing but cups of tea, along came a man by the name of Charlie Mops, and he invented a wonderful drink, and he made it out of hops. He must have been an admiral, or a sultan, or a king, and to his praises we shall always sing. Look what he has done for us, he's filled us up with cheer. The Lord bless Charlie Mops, the man who invented beer, 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 tiddly beer, beer, beer. The Curtis Bar, the James's Pub, the hole in the wall as well. One thing you can be sure of, it's Charlie's beer they sell. So all you lads and lasses, 11 o'clock you stop. For five short seconds, remember Charlie Mops. One, two, three, four. Hey, he must have been an admiral, or a sultan, or a king. And to his praises we shall always sing. 
Look what he has done for us, he's filled us up with cheer. The Lord bless Charlie Mox, the man who invented beer, 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 tiddly beer, beer, beer. A barrel of malt, a bushel of hops, you stir it with the stick. The kind of lubrication to make your engine tick. Forty pints of wallop a day will keep away the quacks. It's only eight pence halfpenny and one and six in tax. One, two, three, four, five. Hey, he must have been an admiral or a sultan or a king. And to his praises we shall always sing. Look what he has done for us, he's filled us up with cheer. The Lord bless Charlie Mops, the man who invented beer, 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 tiddly beer, beer, beer. The Lord bless Charlie Mops. Fun story, huh? Wish it were true. I'm afraid, though, that Charlie Mops was a completely invented character. The name, of course, rhymes with barley and hops. And that song, it's just a lot of fun. Now, beer itself, though, while not invented by a man named Charlie Mops. In fact, I don't really think it was invented at all. My reading suggests that beer has been around pretty much as long as folks have been collecting the various cereals and grains that form the base of the brew. You know, the idea is that old, you know, ancient prehistoric harvesters were, you know, gathered up the grains, they left them in some sort of, you know, hollowed out bowl or woven bag, whatever it was back then, you know, some depression, it rained, dew, whatever, water got in there, the natural yeast from the air, and they came back upon it and said, oh, look, hey, look at this. This tastes good. And ooh, what do I feel? Basically, it was an accident is, is the best guess we've got. Now, in recorded history, beer goes back to Egypt and Iran as far back as 3000 BC or before. So, you know, that's fairly far back what we know as the current sort of beer most people drink these days. Hops were introduced in the mid-800s in Belgium, but even before that, lots of cultures had their own additions of the bitter herbs and botanicals to balance out the, the malt. So this time of year, of course, we're talking about beer and we're listening to Irish Heath songs because March 17th is St. Patrick's Day. Now, there's going to be, at least in the U.S., as I understand it, or across the pond in England and especially in Ireland, they don't really do the whole green beer thing. Unfortunately, for most of us, the green beer is quite common in the United States on St. Patrick's Day. Some places give it away for free. Sometimes it's only a nickel. It's usually not expensive, and there's a good reason why, folks. It's cheap beer. It's cheap beer with green food coloring. Why do you want to drink it? Really? Really? If you want to have some good beer, find a Guinness, find a black and tan, find something. And if you don't want beer, try whiskey. If you don't like beer or whiskey, then you can take the route that I think we're going to take. Is I think we're going to go more in the Irish cream direction. And maybe have a Bailey's milkshake or a mudslide or what about a mudslide milkshake? That might be really good too. Regardless of how you choose to indulge or if you choose to indulge, remember not to drink and drive. That wilted shamrock is not going to look so hot after spending the night in the junk tank. Though uh, your cellmate might find your kiss me I'm Irish boxers quite inviting. 
drunken sailor, watch how we do with a drunken sailor, watch how we do with a drunken sailor early in the morning. Hold up, she rises, hey, hold up, she rises, hey, hold up, she rises early in the morning. Watch how we do with a drunken sailor, watch how we do. With a drunken sailor, what shall we do with a drunken sailor early in the morning? What shall we do with a drunken sailor early in the morning? Shave his balls with a rusty razor, shave his balls with a rusty razor, shave his balls with a rusty razor early in the morning. No name never sing it. No name never no more. Will I play the wild rover? No never no more. You sing, and it's no name never. No name never no more. Will I play the wild rover? No never no more. Many's a year, and I spent all my money on hookers and beer. And now I'm returning with Golden Grey Star, and I never will play the Wild Rover no more. And it's a no, nay, never. Sing it. No, nay, never, no more. Will I play the Wild Rover? No, never. Continental, a place I'd frequent, and I told the bartender, "Hey, my money is spent." I asked them for credit. They said, "Go away, you're a sweaty old blackguard," and that's all we'll say. But it's no name. Now sing it. No name, never, no more. Will I play the Wild Rover? No, never, no more. 
pockets, gold coins shining bright And the landlady's arms open wide with delight She said I have whiskey and wines are the best And the words that I spoke sure they're only in jest But it's no name ever No name ever no more Will I play the wild rover No never what I've done and ask them to pardon their prodigal son and if they molest me that's all time before well it's then I might play the wild rover some more and it's no name never sing it no name never no more can't hear you while I play the wild rover no never no more and it's a no nay who never Never, no more Will I play the world over No, never, no more No more, no more Farewell to your bricks and mortar We're gonna have a 
empty, I can see through your disguise. So you'd better mind your tongue because the whiskey never lies. Shine, don't kill me, I'll live till I die I've been a moonshiner for 
many's the year I spent all me money on whiskey and beer And I'll go to some hollow and I'll set up my still And I'll make you a gallon for a ten shilling bill I'm a rambler, I'm a gambler, I'm a long way from home And if you don't like me, well leave me alone I'll eat when I'm hungry and I'll drink when I'm dry And if moonshine don't kill me, I'll live till I die I'll go to some hollow in this country Ten gallons of wash, I can go on a spree No women to follow, the world is all mine I love none so well as I love the moonshine I'm a rambler, I'm a gambler, I'm a long way from home And if you don't like me, well leave me alone I'll eat when I'm hungry and I'll drink when I'm dry And if moonshine don't kill me, I'll live till I die Dear Moonshine, oh how I love thee You killed me old father But ah, you try me Now bless all moonshiners And bless all moonshine Their breath smells as sweet As the dew on the vine I'm a rambler, I'm a gambler I'm a long way from home And if you don't like me Well leave me alone I'll eat when I'm hungry And I'll drink when I'm dry And if moonshine don't kill me I'll live till I die I'm a rambler, I'm a gambler I'm a long way from home if you don't like me, well, leave me alone. I'll eat when I'm hungry and I'll drink when I'm dry. And if moonshine don't kill me, I'll live till I die. I'll tell you a story. That happened to me one day as I went down to your by the sea. The sun was bright and the day it was warm. Says I quite wait, but it do me no harm. I went in and I called for a bottle of stout. Said the barman, I'm sorry, all the beer is sold out. Try whiskey or patty, ten years in the wood. Says I, I'll try cider. I heard that it's good. I'm never, I'm never, I'm never again. If I live to a hundred or a hundred and ten, I fell the ground. And I couldn't get up after drinking a quarter that Johnny jump up. After Johnny turned, I went out in the yard where I bumped in the broady, the big civic guard. Come here, the boy! Don't you know him at law? But he offered me this my shattered shot. He fell to the ground, his knees doubled up. But it wasn't I hit him till the Johnny jump up. And the next thing I met down in Europe was said was a cripple on crutches and says he to me, I'm afraid for my life. I'll be hit by a car Won't you help me on down to the railwayman's bar Have a downy pipe Oh, that sound is so sweet He threw down his crutches and danced on his feet I'm never, I'm never, I'm never again But I live to a hundred Or a hundred and ten I fell ground And I couldn't get up Had a drink and a quarter That Johnny jumped up When I went to the road A friend for to see They called the madhouse in Lee. And when I got there, show the truth I will tell. But they had the poor bugger locked up in a cell. Said the guards, I can say these words again. Around the ragged box, the ragged rascal ran. Tell him I'm not crazy, tell him I'm not mad. It was only 12 points in the bottle I had. I'm never, I'm never, I'm never again. If I live to a hundred, a hundred and ten, I fell to the ground. And I couldn't get up, I had to drink in a quarter of that
Johnny jump up. Well, the man died the mines by the name of McNabb. They washed him and laid him outside on the slab. And after the coroner's measurement said, hey, but his wife took him home to a bloody fine way. About 12 o'clock and the beard was high. And the corpse sat up and he said to sigh, I can't get to heaven. They won't let me up till I bring them a quarter that Johnny jumped up. I'm never, I'm never, I'm never again if I live to a hundred, a hundred and ten. I fell the ground and I couldn't get up after drinking a quarter that Johnny jumped up. I'm never, I'm never, I'm never again if I live to a hundred, a hundred and ten. I fell the ground and I couldn't get up after drinking a quarter that Johnny jumped up. I'm never, I'm never, I'm never again if I live to a hundred, a hundred and ten. I I'm never, I'm never, I'm never again if I went to a hundred and ten. I fell to the ground and I couldn't get up. Had to drink in a quarter of that Johnny Jump up. I am a young Scotsman from America. The kilt is my pleasure, it's true. You can call it a skirt, but your lady will flirt. If she has a chance, she'll leave you. That's why I'm kilted. Kilted. The mystery of what's under there. You're kilted. 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 Inspectors will beg to know your third leg is as free as the fresh morning air. I have no red hair, but my skin is quite fair. But it does nothing to show off my pride. My Scottish family tree I wear on me And it makes the ladies giggle and sigh When you're kilted Kilted, kilted. The mystery of what's under there You're kilted Kilted, kilted. kilted. Inspectors will beg to know your third leg Is as free as the fresh morning air I feel like a man Both noble and strong When I dance my kilt swishes in time but I must confess, it's for the ladies I dress And undress too, is that a crime? When you're kilted, kilted, kilted. The mystery of what's under there Yes, you're kilted, kilted, kilted. kilted. Inspectors will beg to know your third leg is as free As the fresh morning air So don your kilt, my good Scottish friend And let your flag blow and unwind if they ask what's beneath your kilted sheep, tell them it's lipstick they'll find. When you're kilted, kilted, the mystery of what's under there. Yes, you're kilted, kilted, kilted. Inspectors will beg to know your third leg is as free as the fresh morning air. Yes, you're kilted, kilted, with the mystery of what's under there. You're kilted. Inspectors will beg to know your third leg is as free as the fresh morning air. Speaking of boxers and, well, maybe the lack thereof, at any rate, a lot of people will be going around with buttons or hats or t-shirts or who knows what saying, kiss me, I'm Irish, whether they're Irish or not. 
everybody gets to be Irish for a day on St. Patrick's Day. Now, me, I'm actually, oh, something in the neighborhood of a quarter Irish, give or take a little bit. You know, it gets kind of fuzzy. <laughs> but basically, um, as I understand it, my great-grandfather on my mom's side came from Ireland to America when he was about three years old. And as far as I understand it, as an adult, he still had that brogue. And that's a really good reason why I am so not even going to pretend to have an Irish accent. Because, wow, let's just not butcher that, okay? Now, there's a couple of traditions that we see a lot of here in the U.S. about St. Patrick's Day. And I was kind of curious why it never occurred to me to wonder before. I just kind of always took the whole wearing green and getting pinched if you don't as what we do. But I thought I'd look it up. And, you know, it was kind of interesting. The green, of course, most people think the green is because, you know, Ireland is considered the Emerald Isle and Emerald is green and, you know, whatever. And hey, there's green in the flag and there's a lot of green on the ground and sure, why not? And then you've got the leprechauns and the shamrocks. Well, why the shamrocks? Why why that? Well, it turns out that St. Patrick or, you know, uh, Bishop Patrick, I guess as he was back then, um, used, supposedly, used the shamrock with its three leaves, not the four-leaf clover, the three-leaf shamrock, to explain the whole idea of the trinity of the three-in-one to pagans in order to convert them to Christians. Now, we're not going to get into, you know, whether that was any of their business or not, or, you know, how you feel on, you know, they should have been left alone, they should have been converted, what have you. It just, it is the way it is. And so, and Patrick spent 40 years, apparently, in Ireland uh, as, a, as a missionary for the Catholic Church. And originally, as least as what my reading shows, the saint, the color associated with St. Patrick was blue. But over time, it became, green became associated with the Saints Day um, for a couple of different reasons. One is, in 1798, there was a big uprising. And the soldiers, in order to get attention um, or catch people's eye, wore green on St. Patrick's Day, on March 17th, which is the anniversary of... Uh, his death. We celebrate saints days usually on the day of their death or martyrdom or what have you, you know, unless it doesn't work for the calendar, then they scooch it around sometimes. At least it, that's what I've been told. I don't know. I'm not Catholic. Don't, don't send me hate mail. But so there's that, but it also apparently was um, illegal or unlawful to wear green because green had become a symbol of the resistance and the rebellion. And those in power or who would be in power um, just thought it was absolutely wrong for them, you know, for Irish to show their national pride, their, um, their patriotism. So wearing green was actually a, a serious offense. In fact, that's what the whole scene song, the wearing of the green is about is, you know, of course, it might have been kind of metaphorical too, as far as, you know, no green can grow in Ireland. Well, obviously the grass is still green, but you know, I think they meant more of the, the people themselves. And, you know, this is actually not the first time that's happened when, um, 
when the ancient Irish were invaded, you know, the Vikings, the, the, the British, um, sumptuary laws were passed that prevented the wearing of saffron. The, uh, the wearing the um, yellow tunics that they were known for. Um, hey, being in the SCA pays off. I, you know, remember a few things. But there are some jewelry laws and, and making people bow to your will by, you know, making them conform was a very popular theme in history. So, you know, the green, it symbolizes it symbolizes independence, um, some rebellion <laughs> a little bit, um, but it also has become a symbol of, you know, the Catholics supposedly on the Irish flag, it's green, white, and orange. Well, the green supposedly identifies the Catholics, the orange, the Protestants, and the white, at least according to what I read, was the peace between. So because Catholics are the ones that celebrate the saints' days, then the green is what you wear. Well, take what you will. But so, okay, we all wear green, whatever reason we do it, because it's tradition, it's fun, you know, it's festive at this point, whether you think about the whys and wherefores, but why do we get pinched if we forget to wear green? Of course, how you can forget to wear green, or you choose not to wear green, or someone doesn't think your specific hue of green is acceptable, and you get pinched. Why do you get pinched? This one was a little bit tougher to pin down, and... It seems to go back to school kids. Um, I did read in one place where there was a tale of Irish mothers who, and then this is after they've immigrated to America. This is this is not in Ireland, as far as I can tell. Um, and yeah, they don't pinch over there. That's that's just us. We're we're mean little son of a guns, I guess. But there was this apocryphal tale of Irish mothers warning their kids they would be pinched by fairies. Well, pinched is another word for stolen. And, uh, you know, some there are lots of changeling lore in, um, if you read like uh, Yeats or anything like that. So, okay, whatever. And, you know, fairies, are fairies synonymous with leprechauns? I don't know. How did the leprechauns get in there? It's, you know, it's all kind of wrapped up in there. But basically, the prevailing theory on the pole pinching is that it was school kids. Everybody was wearing green except for one or two. And basically, the little monsters decided to pick on, literally, the kids who didn't conform. If that is the case, and considering the history and the why the wearing the green is important, it seems almost a little ironic that... What was once forbidden and could get you killed, if you didn't do it now, now you get picked on. Now you get pinched. Now you get teased. Now you get ridiculed. Um, wow. That's kind of twisted, don't you think? So, you know, give it a thought the next time you, you go to get dressed for the holiday or maybe you see somebody who's not quite as spirited. Do you really, really want to pinch them? I don't know. I, I've, I've never really liked that habit anyway, but I was curious. So there you go. Now, Irish are known for their witticisms. Let's just say um, wonderful turns of phrase and the toasts. Of course, there is the quintessential Irish toast, which I will raise my glass to my listeners, past, present, and future with a hearty 
May the road rise up to meet you. May the wind be ever at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rain fall softly on your fields. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the hollow of his hand. Or, you know, if that's a little too serious and sappy for you, we could always go with the infinite wisdom that's found in this next song. Don't go searching for a mermaid if you don't know how to swim. was a lad in a fishing town The old man said to me You can spend your life, your jolly life Just sailing on the sea You can search the world for pretty girls Till your eyes are weak and dim But don't go searching for a mermaid, son If you don't know how to swim Cause her hair was green as seaweed Her skin was blue and pale Her face it was a work of art I love that girl with all my heart But I only like the upper part I did not like the tail I signed onto a sailing ship My very first day at sea I seen the mermaid in the waves are reaching out to me Come and live with me in the sea, said she Down on the ocean floor And I'll show you a million wondrous things You've never seen before So over I jumped and she pulled me down Down to her seaweed bed And a pillow made of a tortoise shell She placed beneath my head She fed me shrimp and caviar Upon the silver dish From her head to her waist It was just my taste But the rest of her was a fish Cause her hair was green as seaweed Her skin was blue and pale Her face it was a work of art I love that girl with all my heart I only like the upper part I did not like the tail Swam away, so I sang to the clams and the whales. Oh, how I miss her seaweed hair and the silver shine of her scales. But then her sister, she swam by, set my heart a whirl. Cause her upper part was an ugly fish, but her bottom part was a girl. Yes, her hair is green as seaweed, her skin is blue and pale. Her legs, they are a work of art. I love that girl with all my heart, and I don't give a damn about the upper part. That's how I get my tail. Come here, Nate, and down. Show me your fillets. Here, fishy, fishy, fishy. Come here, Nate, and Come here, Nate, and Show me a fin. Come, all ye friends, I'll sit you down and sing a doleful ditty. Twas on a day in April month we started from the city We planned a day or two at Mars We stalwart men were chosen To remove old Charlie from Angle Pond Who fell in when the pond was frozen We seven men came roaring down on the road to Roach's line We might have stopped in Avondale or Briggs might have been fine We was hungry as sin but we never stopped in or took any time to park us We all of us knew that we must get through to remove old Charlie's carcass Here's the Charlie horse, here's to shave the master No better horse here ran the course or pulled the logs more faster 
Here's to Charlie Horse and the ones he ought to know. Charlie's got the big corral where all good horses go. The car was no pocket comb, and beside him Mo was coasting. And Barracuda Bill and Jimmy Clark in the back seat he was roosting. They were smiley, stubborn at the mount of police, it wasn't hard to find him. And Johnny Pollock and Sagebrush Sam was sitting right in beside him. Kevin and Buck was also there, for they bought some brown and brains. They was aiming to help as best they could to remove old Chuck's remains. Charlie was like a brother to shame, and he loved it well, of course. Charlie was a very good man, you see, although he did a horse. Here's the Charlie horse, here's to shave the master No better horse there ran the course or pulled the logs more faster Here's the Charlie horse and I want you all to know Charlie's got to the big corral where all good horses go And a few strong ropes we removed old Shady's friend We gave him a decent send-off with all our hats removed So that on behalf of old Shave and his friend our loyalty was proved Somewhere up in the great beyond his eyes are shining bright Charlie nods an approving nod cause he knows we did him right Shave will join him there one day and he'll bring the harness leather And so on through all eternity they'll pull the logs together Here's the Charlie horse, here's to shave the master No better a horse or a horse or pull the logs more faster Here's the Charlie horse and I want you all to know Charlie's gone to the big corral where all the horses go Oh, here's the Charlie horse, here's to shave the master No better a horse or a horse or pull the logs more faster Here's the Charlie horse and I want you all to know Charlie's gone to the big corral We're all good horses go I'm a young married man and I'm tired of a life Ten years I've been wed to a pale sickly wife She's nothing to do, only sit there and cry Praying and praying to God she would die A friend of my own came to see me one day He told me my wife, she was pining away He afterwards told me that she would get strong If I'd get a bottle from dear Dr. John Oh doctor, oh doctor, oh dear Dr. John Your cod liver oil is so pure and so strong I'm afraid of my life, I'll go down in the soil If my wife don't stop drinking your cod liver oil I bought her a bottle, well, just for to try And the way that she drank it, yeah, I think she might die I bought her another, it vanished the same and then she got cod liver oil on the brain I bought her another, she drank it no doubt And then she began to get terrible stout And when she got stout, well of course she got strong And I became jealous, oh dear doctor 
Dr. John. Oh, Dr. O, Dr. O, dear Dr. John. Your cod liver oil is so pure and so strong. I'm afraid of my life, I'll go down in the soil. If me wife don't stop drinking your cod liver oil. Dr. Shop. It's covered in bottles from bottom to top. Early in the morning, the kettle does boil. You would swear it was singing of a cod liver oil. Oh, Dr. O, Dr. O, dear Dr. John, your cod liver oil is so pure and so strong. I'm afraid of my life, I'll go down in the soil. If me wife don't stop drinking, oh, Dr. O, Dr. O, dear Dr. John, your cod liver oil is so pure and so strong. I'm afraid of my life, I'll go down in the soil. If me wife don't stop drinking, your cod liver oil. Sail for the sweet town of Cork. We were sailing a 
shock. It went up, down, and around, but not over. She spun seven times around, and the poor old dog was drowned. I'm the last in the Irish Rover. Our thanks go out to the artists and musicians who've made their music available for podcasters like me to use on our shows free of charge. Um, today's music is courtesy of Music Alley, which can be found at music.mebio.com. Now, of course, all of the show notes can be found on my website, which is randomaxcomics.com slash radio. And in those show notes will be links to all of the artists featured here today on this podcast, as well as the previous episodes. Make sure you check them out and thank them in whatever way you feel comfortable for making their music available.
Let me tell you a tale of a broken man. The mess that I was, I'm sure you'd understand. For a man without a scroll is a reckless life. They bring you such joy and pain, and this you can't deny. Until the day I die Sing it!